All right, welcome to episode eight of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. Such an old friend, but such a great friend that I'm uh, interviewing tonight. Her name is Jennifer. Did you officially change your last name? Yes, to okay. Lofton. Okay, Jennifer Lofton. She is a dentist. Like, what the what? And you work for Vela Lofton? Dental Center. Okay, yep. where is that located? Um, in Alice, Texas. Okay, Alice, Texas. So, oh, wow, so you have to drive there. Okay. Yeah. Man. We drive there. Yeah, that's, uh, what's the drive? What's the 40 minutes. Okay, not too bad. Okay. Yeah. You lived in San Antonio nine years. 40 minutes is nothing. Uh, you know what? Ain't that the truth. <laughs> okay, Jennifer, as long as I've known you, I mean, you've just been focused. You've kind of always known what you wanted to do. I'm not sure I knew that you wanted to be a dentist. Did you know that from the get-go? No. Right away, I think I always thought I was going to be an attorney or a medical doctor. Okay. Um, then in high school, I did, I don't know if you knew, N NHI? National Hispanic Institute? I knew a little bit about this. Um, so Just a little, but tell me about that. So, I think some of our mutual friends might have been in it. but Celeste? I think Celeste. Like Celeste um, and then uh, Maria, Rudy Rubio. Oh, okay. okay. All right. You know, we were yeah. all in it. And um, Dr. Vela, who's my now partner. Okay, that's cool. I'd like to hear more about that also. So he was the project administrator. So I did NHI, and he wanted me, you know, in the summer I took up a just – job at his office and he slowly started planting the seed I got to see I mean he actually let me go you know behind the scenes see the patients um, he started talking to me about this was know, in high school in high school okay. I was a freshman okay okay it started freshman right going into sophomore year okay. um, at still I was still you know not trying to do it I wanted to go do law and no he pushed it started planting the seed I started working you know summer break Christmas break and then really? Yeah. I wow. really a lot of people don't know this. No, I, I didn't. Know I that. spent every all through high school, every summer, Christmas, and spring break working at his office. Wow. Like volunteering or like intern. I mean, what do you like, call it? Yeah. I mean, at 15, 16, you can't. I mean, I was volunteer. Right. A very cheap <laughs> volunteer. But eventually <laughs> I could. Look at you now. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get paid. Um, but no, I did that pretty much up through college as well. Um, and so I saw, and we always talked about one day I was going to, you know, join him in his practice. And I actually never thought it was going to happen. And now we, I bought in with him in 2016. That so is now amazing. I own half my practice. That is amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, you know, what, what was the turning point for you? Was it just kind of like just being exposed to it and realizing like, Hey, I'm actually like really helping people and I'm good at this or. Well, you know, he had a big influence and I think he kind of brought back reality to it because. You want to be a medical doctor. You want to be an attorney. You want to be all this. And then he basically showed, you know, like, you're a female. This is a good lifestyle for a female. Mm -hmm. um, now you look at it retrospect 15 years later, he was right. I mm -hmm. mean, he's like, we work Monday through Friday. Um, you still are helping people. You're yes. still in the health sphere. In the health field, you're helping people. You're changing lives. But for a woman, for a mother, you're going to be home on, on weekends. You're going to yeah. be home at night. You're going to be home on the holidays. Um, that's actually pretty amazing. And it's, but it's not something you thought you think about it. Nope. 16, 17, 18. Not and, at all. and finally, as I got older, as I got more serious with my boyfriend now future and you know, husband, <laughs> you, you started to play everything like, yeah, medical school. I mean, I'd have to be on call 24 hours on, you know, nights, weekends. Right. Um, now I get to enjoy Absolutely. a family life yes. and still maintain my practice and see my patients and, and maintain that work 
family balance. Yeah, I, I love that. And that's another thing that I can tell is so important to you is, is family. Yes. And so uh, to touch back on um, what I had said previously, you just always seem to have like the best head on your shoulders. Like not only were you like smart, but you were also like very rational, even at like a young age. I don't know how to describe it. Like, oh, I guess mature maybe. You didn't get distracted by like silly things. And like, why do you think that is? Yeah, I, I think my mom had a big play on that. Um, you know, she really instilled in us, she brought us up that education was the key. Mm-hmm. Um, she did not go to college. You know, my parents did not go to college. Same. I was first generation mm-hmm. out of my entire extended family. I was the first one to go to college. I was the first one to, you know, go to postgraduate school. So um, none of my aunts, you know, I think only half of my aunts actually even graduated high school. So mm-hmm. she always instilled with us, education is the key. Education is the key. Education is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always knew that that was the only way for success for me was to excel in school. And, you know, I and think, you always did. I think Windsor Park, I think the Gifted and Talented program mm-hmm. was a great stepping stone. For Baker. sure. Um, and so I always knew that. And then as Dr. Vela became my mentor, he, you know, told me grades are going to be the only thing they're going to get you in there. They don't yep. really... You know, you can look pretty, you can be nice, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. grades are going to be the only thing. I love thing. that so much. So, That'll only get you so far, but you got to work. You have to work for it. So yeah, um, I think I always kind of knew, you know, I had to be serious. I, I Like I tell everybody, a lot of my employees didn't believe I didn't go out for spring break. I wasn't, you know, at yeah. the beach. I wasn't <laughs> Excuse me. out on the, at summer. I, yeah, I was working. Incredible, because it's like, look at you now, and uh, we touched on this a little bit before we started recording, but like, you know, whenever you're in high school, a lot of times if you don't, if you aren't careful, you get like very immersed in that kind of thing. parties. Yeah, and um, looking back on it, I mean, sure it was fun, but it's like, you know, I mean, to have that kind of focus is incredible (laughs) as a high school, or yeah, high school Even Yeah, high school, college, and and that's what I tell, you know, even now, my younger sister, my, you know, mentees, I, I tell them, Yes, it stinks in the beginning. Mm. Yes, you see everybody else go out. You see everybody partying. You see that fun stuff. But I made a commitment. Yeah. And at the at the time, you think it doesn't pay off. You hate it. You're dreading right, it. You right. want to go out. For sure. But I look at it. It was eight years of my life. And now I'm enjoying a life that I enjoy and doing mm-hmm. the thing that I like to do. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. So another thing that I saw that you guys do, I, I don't know a lot of details about it, so I'd like for you to tell me, but it was involved with Timon Industries and yes. volunteering. Tell me so, about this. So um, I am the president of the South Texas American General um, Academy of General Dentistry. That is a mouthful. <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to say STAGD. Okay, so say it again, say it again. South Texas Academy of General Dentistry. You are the president. Wow, I didn't see, didn't know that. So it is a, you know, a group of dentists, general dentists. We are associated with the Texas Academy of General Dentistry out in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the South Texas region, so we cover Victoria, Portland, Ingleside, Corpus, you know, Alice, all the local wow. dentists. And um, we wanted to start incorporating community service, so we got involved with Timmins Ministry. Mm-hmm. They are a homeless shelter. Well, not homeless shelter, but homeless clinic out in Flower Bluff. Okay. Um, so every so often they try to get local dentists to volunteer their time, come out, and see patients for free. Mm-hmm. So that day, um, it was myself, Dr. Ben Vela, Dr. Demetrio Gonzalez, and we saw, I think, 19 patients, and we wow. actually calculated it and it, it was about twenty thousand dollars worth of dental work we did for wow. free wow that's amazing wow so you know and it, it's that is giving back to the community like times a hundred 
and, and, and that's what we, you know, we wanted to incorporate that. So we're trying to now make it a yearly thing, maybe doing it three times a year. Um, they're, they're starving for dentists to come out there and, you know, wow. us being young dentists, mm -hmm. um, being able to do that, it was, it was something worthwhile. Right. So as president, like what else do you have kind of going on or, you know what I mean? Like, do you have like future plans or like, do y'all meet? So we're do you trying have to be a dentist. <laughs> yes, you have to be a dentist. Okay, okay. So you have to be a dentist, but we have certain uh, requirements every year that we, to keep our license, we have to pr um, do continuing education hours. So as this organization, we are trying to provide local community, uh, continuing education classes for local dentists so they don't have to travel for younger dentists. Excellent. I mean, now we've talked about it, you know, we're all in our mid thirties to forties. So we all have young kids, young families going out of town is, is hard. So now mm. we can stay in town, try to bring lectures here. Um, that's one thing we volunteer trying to go around, you know, to the clinic and provide a lot of free dental work, um, mm -hmm. without having to take cost and, um, just regulate meetings, um, making a camaraderie of general dentists around here. Yeah. So that way, you know how we're talking, we're trying to get more general dentists together just to become their own yeah. social. So like, how have I not heard about this? Like, are you guys promoting? Well, or? we just kind of started our chapter about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I took the reins over about a year ago, so we're trying to bring it up to speed. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Social gotcha. media, yes. Um, creating a Facebook page, mm -hmm. letting awareness, because just like you said, nobody really knows. I had no idea. Um, like I had to like insta stalk you. The dental field, I will say, the dental field is a predominantly older field. Okay. So there I don't are think a lot I of that. older dentists. Um, so we're trying to get more of the new, younger dentists involved. Um, to come out and, you know, be a part of the community. Mm -hmm. No, I, that's so, so great. I, right now I'm the president of the South Texas chapter and then I'm also a part of the new dentist conference associated with Austin. I'm a committee member for them. Okay, and so what does that entail? So that one is now getting younger dentists, ten, those who didn't have graduated 10 years and younger out and that is learning how to buy a practice, how to... Oh, so that, the important the stuff. The important stuff. I mean, of course, knowing how to get a job is important. But, but, but the stuff that stuff. they don't teach you, yes, the exactly. stuff that is really hard. <laughs> Dental school is like... Isn't that the truth? No. Right? Jeez. You think that's hard? No. This mm -hmm. is the real stuff. Like, I love this. Um, Straight where to, from the dentist. Where to find a job. <clears throat> how, to, how to get a job. Where What's corporate dentistry, private practice, how mm -hmm. to buy a practice, how to manage employees, mm -hmm. how to... Little things like that. Little things that you don't ever understand. Yeah. Did you have this kind of resource when you were in school? Not in dental school. No. Okay. It's not something that they really provide in dental school. I really lucked out that Dr. Vela was a great mentor right. to me. That's true. You had uh, a mentor. No, but most dentists, most young dentists do not know what they're doing when right. they get out. <laughs> Business-wise. Right. You, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, nobody tells you, you know, and, and you come from this education background where you're in school for eight plus years. And then you have to realize, well, how do I actually run a business? Mm -hmm. um, we joke about with one of my other dentists, his light turned off one month because he just forgot to pay the bill. Like, yeah, bills. <laughs> you know, you're, yes. you have this office and no electricity because yeah. I forgot to pay it. Yeah. Oh, uh, so that's also pretty amazing <laughs> to me is that you, but like I said, you've just always kind of been like a grade above I mean, just the general population of like people our age, but you didn't have this kind of resource doing it. I mean, you said you, you did have a mentor, but like ultimately no. you had to kind of fill your you way out and I guess consult like when you didn't know which way to go. So that to me is pretty amazing. And now you're making it even easier for these people to get where they need to go. Yep, Trying to be a resource and bring all these other 
seasoned dentists and showing mm-hmm. them, how, guiding them, showing them the way. Right. I mean, because I'm sure they're thinking too, like, I didn't have these, these kinds no. of things. Like, they what? teach you everything to know about teeth. And then you come out and you're like, well, what do I actually do with my job? Yeah. I, no, that's, that's really great. Because I know a lot of people too don't necessarily own or partially own their own practice either, no. right? Most young dentists are an associate, which means you work under somebody, you work for somebody. Um, and then until you build up your experience and then you either take that leap of faith and open up on your own Mm -hmm. or you continue just working for them no i love so this is kind of a theme i'm starting to notice with my leading ladies is that ultimately you uh your path is kind of like determined for you it's weird it's like you come across somebody or or an idea is presented to you or something and you just embrace it and go with it and i feel like this is perfect example with this guy saying like hey this is what you need to do Now that you say it, you know, it really is true. I mean, because I have other colleagues, they're not in any position yet to even buy a practice or, or really know what to do. I really got lucky that he did show me at a young age, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And he always says, I was probably one of the only ones that actually listened to him. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, thing. He, he offered the advice to everybody, mm-hmm. but I really stuck by the idea and I was determined and I wow. knew that if I didn't do it, I was going to fail. Wow. So I, he, impl- you know, he implanted that idea. Maybe I was 15, 16 years old and he followed me throughout college, dental school applications, throughout dental school. Um, just, you know, this is what you have to do. This is the steps. And I got lucky, especially... Because I don't have my parents as that. My parents are not dentists. They were not in the mm-hmm, medical field. Mm-hmm. They're not another important, educated. So um, point. my mother could only take me so far as a role model. Right. Um, you know, I wanted to be a strong woman like her. She, you know, was a working mother. You know, she was the head of the family. Mm-hmm. But they could only take me so far. And I got lucky that he was in the right spot at the right time to show me the way. Because he picked you. He, he totally yeah. did. And, and I mean, a lot of dental students, their parents are dentists. They're Right. Family members are dentists. That's true. It's like a legacy yeah. kind of thing. And being a first generation, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's this field? Yeah. Uh, so it's something that at my job, and I talked about this last episode, I think, they call it succession planning. But they are people who kind of have established themselves in their respective fields a lot of times think like, okay, what about when I'm done or I'm gone or whatever? You know, who would I want to kind of take over? And it's interesting to me that even then, it's like he, he just kind of knew. And, and look at you now, you know? Like, I, I that, that to me is just amazing. Like, like I said, you just have that certain something. I don't know. Like, you're ready to take it on. Like, you're not scared kind of thing. Like, I would never have described you as being scared ever. No, I mean, of course everybody has their fears. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you have to take that leap of faith. I mean, you have to believe in yourself. Right. And, um, you know, my family, they really stood behind me. Mm-hmm. He stood behind me. I mean, he endured it all with me. Right. So. And, I'm, yeah, I'd imagine that that, that was pretty tough. Because, like you were telling me, I mean, long distance, medical school. Because y'all been together since you were. 16. Yeah. I was a sophomore in high school. So, yeah. you know, he withstood me through college at, at St. Mary's in San Antonio, dental school. Um, Where was dental school? In San Antonio, okay. the Health Science Center. Okay. So we were long distance for eight plus years. Yeah. Even while we were married. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, I got married as a sophomore in dental school. Wow. So we spent the last two years um, of dental school, our first two years of marriage, living apart. That's While I finished amazing. up school. So, 
you know, it was, it was all a struggle. I mean, I really only had one option and that was to succeed. Right. No, yes, <laughs> that was I it. love My that. only option. I love that so much. And that's a perfect example of, you know, you're busting your ass and like working hard and, you know, blood, sweat and tears. And now you're getting to reap the benefits, you know, beautiful family, beautiful home, you know, you, you partially own this practice, you know, wh- whatever you're helping people in like the best of ways. Like you are living it up. You are the perfect Thank example you. of, of, um, you know, the kind of woman that inspires me. I mean, especially locally. So now that you know, all there is to know about, <laughs> about <laughs> dental health, <clears throat> are you, are, are you getting hit up by like your family and friends? Like, oh, Hey, there's something the going on here. All like- the time. I, I mean, I joke about it. I get so many messages. <laughs> Instagram messages, you know, well, any, now I have your numbers, any though. field like of social media, <laughs> text message, anything. I get so many messages, so many pictures. Yeah. <laughs> like it's become a common, like I'll be out and about and I get pictures of teeth, oh, pictures of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so from everybody, high school friends, college friends, my family, I'm like, I don't care. That's what I'm here for. Yes. I, that's what I tell them. I'm like, if I can help you and avoid, you know, having to pay for something or yeah. go somewhere, I, I will help you. I'm definitely here at your disposal. Yeah. Oh, um, you're so amazing. You know, I tell everybody, feel free to call me, feel free to message me. I'm going to help you with your kids. I get so many pictures or, or my kid fell and send me oh, a picture, please. Lord. Let me see. And I'll kind of guide right, you right. and direct you what oh, to do. You're amazing. See the, what do you think? <laughs> oh, that's like pro bono work, man. That's nice. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, as a dentist, what would you say, like, I'd say amongst our age group, like our peers, like, what should we be doing to maintain, like, oral hygiene? Flossing. Okay, Don't is, listen is that... to them. Floss. Okay, I... I think, I tell everybody, I think there was a report going around mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I heard about this. <sighs> Don't floss. No, floss. Yeah. 85% of South Texas people have periodontal disease. Because they don't floss, they have gum disease, inflammation of the gums, bone loss. Oh. Because we don't floss. Do you notice it right away? Like when you're talking to people, are you instantly looking at their teeth? <laughs> it's a oh. hard habit, but you do. No, of course, of course. <laughs> you do. Of course we don't judge. We just, yeah. we, we no, do. No, yeah, you're here to help. You're here um, to help. <laughs> <laughs> but flossing, I tell everybody, floss, yeah. that's the number one thing. Don't listen to the Facebook st- articles. Yeah. No, um, that, I mean... If you're unfortunately, people are getting their news through social media like, without checking the source. It's it's unfortunate, but uh, so okay, because I want to say that the article was saying like studies show that flossing doesn't, doesn't make a difference, which right? it does. I I trust me, especially in South Texas. You know, we have more medically compromised patients. Okay, you know, I see a That's lot more different patient pool than my friends in Plano, mm-hmm. Dallas. Um, here we have a lot of diabetic patients, a lot mm-hmm. of heart patients. Um, it all starts with the oral health. Right. So I try to tell them, you have to floss. Mm. Trust me. I will show you the bone loss and then your teeth are going to fall out. Oh my goodness. Um, because it just escalates. Yeah. So it's kind of just trying to implement that oral health, um, especially working in a small community like Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're the first source that they've ever right. had or come across. Right. Um, a lot of kids have not been to the dentist. I have a lot of patients that 35 years is the first time they've stepped foot in a dental office. Wow. See, I feel like I shouldn't be surprised by that, but I am. <clears throat> and it's the truth. I, I have a lot of patients that just have never come to the dentist before. So we're working at the basics compared yeah. to other patients who go every six months. Right. Ooh, speaking of. <laughs> it's time. Let me it's take time. a look. It's been like a year. It's been a year. No, please don't. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so I'm sure you're going to raise your kids then to do this, the same thing. I hope. I mean, 
my biggest thing was I, I want to, I have a daughter, so I want to be her role model. Mm. I want to show her that women can be strong. Women can be powerful. Women can be leaders. Um, I know I'm definitely trying to break the mold for her and show her that there are opportunities for women. Yeah. Especially in this day and age and yes. we're feminism and we're having a moment. For so sure. I want her to see me and feel like, okay, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. No, she will have no problem seeing so that with you I as do want to be a good role model for her. Um, I hope she one day comes and joins me in my practice or my son. Right. Um, we can only hope for so much. So I'm praying. No. I have a feeling she might, one of them's going to want to be like their father and be a, a law enforcement officer. Hey, also, also very noble profession. <laughs> like so. hopefully I win, but we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there to watch. I'm like, I hope I win. I hope somebody wants to come work with me. Yes, I have no doubt. Jennifer, thank you so much. You've been an amazing guest. Keep killing it. Like you are ultimate leading lady uh, in Corpus and just you're amazing. And thank, thank you. you. Thank and you for having just me. Just keep it up. Thanks.